Hello, everybody, and indeed, welcome to another edition of the Chicago Tony V Show. Specifically, welcome to episode 192. Happy Tuesday. You know, a blessed day to you and yours. I hope you're off to a good start. I hope you have coffee in your hand. If you're one of my dear Spotify listeners, then all bets are off. Lord knows if you're done with your coffee so uh, at, the, at this time of day, we don't even know when you're listening to this. If you, maybe you have uh, insomnia and it's like, uh, it's like one in the morning and out of all the content that's out there on the internet, somehow, some way, for some reason, you decided I got to listen to the big diesel. What's the latest thing that came out of his head? And, uh, I thank you for it. <laughs> we've been as as I do these days now quite often. We've been hanging out in the um, in Reddit's RPAN. We're live streaming over Reddit. You longtime Spotify listeners, if you haven't switched over to the Reddit live stream by now, then you're probably just you love podcasts, which is great. I love it. I do my very best, and every once in a while I get I'll get a compliment here and there. Uh, I do my very best to make sure that the uh, the audio-only Spotify podcast, people can still picture what I'm talking about and, it's, and so, sometimes what I'm showing on the screen. Like yesterday, I showed the uh, this uh, name card that the neighborhood kids made that said Chicago Tony V instead of my, you know, other name. So I show visuals. I try to use my words to paint a picture so Spotify folks aren't missing out. Every once in a while, someone says, you know what? You do a pretty good job at that. I hope that's true. Nelson the dog says, I exclusively only put you on when I smash you national treasure. I'm old, sir, and I'm not very cool. What does that even mean when you smash? Are you doing tennis practice? Are you practicing your serve? When you smash. Are you you in... uh, some sort of uh, metal recycling business. When do you listen to the show? Help me to understand, Nelson the dog. Oh, Tank already has his music homework. Let's let's get this on the record. Today is Rolling Stones. Sympathy for the devil. You know that might have been more apropos right on Halloween. Maybe that would have been. But I can't remember. It seems like you did a fitting. You did a very fitting Halloween homework too. So. Um. <laughs> oh my god anyway good morning happy tuesday so i've been warned i was telling the people in the pre-party i was warned by uh one of my money pennies that good lord can you please really rock and roll on the mailbag so i need to remember to to try and focus on that and really get through maybe more letters than i normally would i hope it's enjoyable for you guys it seems like normally we like the mailbag and also, since uh, since I don't know what the hell I'm going to say, you know, the mailbag, I might just lean against the mailbag and just let the mailbag drive the show. But there's one thing I wanted to bring up because I want to get your thoughts. I'm this interesting mixture, mixture of worried but then just sort of whimsical. There's something something that's happened to me. I need to run past you guys. Now, you guys that really know me and you, that, that have been, you know, that have 
uh, habits like uh, Amber Glow, you can't seem to shake the show. You'll you know me well enough to know that uh, my dear old dad had uh, dementia at the end of his life, and which was really tough. He was such a smart guy, such a he had a brilliant mind. Maybe you guys some know someone who seems like he's really smart. Anyway, it was rough seeing dad go through that. So as the child of someone who had dementia, in the back of your mind, it's always like, you're, you, you're double checking yourself, right? Am I losing it? Do I, have, do I have all my faculties? How am I doing? If I'm really being honest, completely honest, part of this keto thing is it is not only because I want to get back in the game. It's not only that, but it's like, uh, partly it's like, I, I better take care of my mind. Why don't I just, if I could just eat healthy food, I think that would be, give me the edge I need. Anyway, so here's the thing I need to run past you guys. So I'm digging around. So I have a neighbor who wanted to borrow some camping stuff. It's like, great. I'm camping central. No problem. Happy to help. Gee, this sounds like an advertisement to me. Um, happy to help. All right, let's go. Let's go down to my stash and let's see uh, what what you can need. He wanted uh, something to cook with while he was camping. It's like, oh man, I got stuff to choose from. Let's go through it, right? So we're down in the basement. We're kicking around. I'm kind of laser focused on because I'm excited to, first of all, show off. Let's face it. You know, look at what a fancy guy I am. I got this kind of camp stove. I got that kind of camp stove. You want propane? You want natural wood burning? What do you want? All right. So I'm there to show off a little bit, but I'm excited to help him out. I freaking notice there's this thing in my basement rather large and I'm like what the fuck is that I, I didn't know what it was it's like a big it was like a like a dog cage but then not shaped that way in a way that would make sense that's my first thought is like is that uh one of Dolly's cages but that she wouldn't fit in that what the hell it's the wrong shape it's taller than it is wide or whatever and uh I just sort of, I, lo- I lost my train of thought on the camp stove shit. And finally, and my buddy kind of noticed, and I was like, uh, yeah, I don't know what this thing is that's in my basement. How can I not know this thing that's in my basement? He looked at it, and he says, uh, that's a bird cage. A bird cage. <laughs> so I tweeted this this morning. And I mean, when he he's like, look, it's got perches. It's got little, look, this is like a birdcage for like a parrot or parakeets or whatever. Now, I've never owned a bird in my life. I've never considered owning a bird in my life. What am I to make of this? So I don't know. I, I, I'm... I'm mildly panicked over this thing. I, I, now I, I did, I, 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 I was, I just wanted, I don't want to 
fucking bird. I have no use for a bird cage. So I took the damn thing to Goodwill. Which what I really should have done is I should have hesitated and just put more thought into what is a possible explanation. Am I storing a bird cage from someone? Did someone ask you, ask me, hey, uh, I'm out of pocket. I'm I'm traveling Europe for the next, you know, I, mo- I moved out of my house. I'm going to be tra- backpacking in Europe for the next six months. Can I stuff my bird cage into your basement? There's a possibility I had that sort of discussion with someone I certainly don't remember it and now it's too late I I, I set the bird cage free I was kind of freaked out but then after the fact and I should have snapped a picture of it. after the fact I was looking because I was like where what is what even is this so I saw I pull, I found what I think is the exact one on like eBay let's see if I have it I tweeted this this morning on eBay, this looks, I think, exactly like what it was. 68-inch lard, large bird pet cage. Large play top parrot finch cage macaw. They put all these keywords into the title. But it's like, I think that's it. It's, t- it's at first glance, if you're not paying attention, you think it's a dog cage. But then it's like, oh, no, it's it's tall. Dolly would never fit in that. And it's the door is even way off the ground. And it has like a ladder. It has all these perches. What the fuck am I doing with a birdcage in my basement? Did I like have this idea to have some sort of uh, dove act? It, like, a, Was I putting together a magic act unbeknownst to me? Did I need some place to store my doves? Am I... Am I uh, I, I don't know what the fuck... I don't know how this happened. The other thing that my buddy... When I was telling him, what the fuck? Do I have a birdcage? Why do I have a birdcage? And he made the point. He says, it's interesting. He says, this sort of thing... Also, it's interesting because it would have come in a box like unassembled and you have to put it together. He's like, it's... You even put it together. He assumed I put it together. I fucking hope I didn't put it together. If I put that birdcage together... All is lost. I've lost my marbles. Can you, t- does anyone have any help for me? Let me see the comments section. Or are you guys just all dumbfounded? Let's see. Oh, okay, maybe, maybe. I- I'm clinging to anything that's halfway reasonable, actually. Uh, let's see. Uh,. Thank you says if I ever need someone to store my surplus bird cages, I know who to call. Maybe it's not me, thank you, because if someone asked me to store it there, I just gave it away. So I'm just going to be waiting. I almost I'm dying. I hope someday someone says, "Uh yeah. Uh, I'm ready for that bird cage we talked about. I'm back from my backpacking trip." Scotty says Tony has a bald eagle in the basement. I wish, I wish there were some explanation. Do you see why this would rattle me? I'm kind of, you know, I mean, this is funny. It's obviously funny, but it's also terrifying. 
Can I stuff my macaw in your closet? Can I stuff my parrots in your dining hall, says Sofa Sofa. <laughs> I don't know, but here's the deal, people. Hold on, let me get a sip of coffee. See, this is going to stay with me now. I guess if I truly have mental problems, I will forget this ever happened within days, I guess. Maybe that's a good thing. But if not, all right, let's say, you know, let's let's put me in a situation. Let's say, uh, you know, I'm always prattling on about, uh, I, I'm always, I'm clearly, I'm clearly a person who is looking for love. I, you know, that's me. So let's say I meet someone. I, what's going to be going through my brain is like, do I bring up the parrot cage thing? <laughs> you know, do I owe it to this girl? Right? We're getting to know each other. And do I just at some point say, uh, there's something you should know. I found a strange bird cage, very large bird cage in my basement, and I have no explanation for it. And it might be because I have early Alzheimer's. Do I owe it to? I, I I would worry about things like that. I guess if there's anyone on the stream already who is some sort of uh, suspect in the Big Diesel's love life, well, I guess here's my full disclosure. I found a strange bird cage in my basement and I have no idea what the hell it's all about. Just don't bring up cages, says Scotty, on the first date. That may get a little weird. <laughs> yes, it's true. Don't bring up cages. I like that. I like that. <sighs> you know, these are the sorts of things. I have two brothers. And of course, as we get older, we have more and more conversations like this. Hey, do you still have your marbles? Hey, do you remember everything? Have you... Have you uh, have you ever been, been in your car driving around and just realize, where the fuck am I going? I don't even know where I'm going. As we get older, we compare shit like that. That very good pun. She'll get rattled. Very good pun. Sofa is on fire today. <laughs> Tank says, should I change the music homework to Freebird? Ha, ha, ha. Oh my God. Can you imagine? What if that sucker was given to me and there were birds in it when it was given to me? Was I supposed to be caretaking some sort of birds? Was I pet sitting for someone? Hopefully you guys can see how unsettling this shit is. You know? It's like, it, it, it's like this. The, the, the walk, am I familiar with the Lake County area? It did vaguely, just a little bit. I haven't been around Chicago for like 22 years other than to visit my family. Why do you ask, sir? Or madam? Anyway, it's like this. If I were, imagine you're rattling around your basement, right? And you find like some sort of old suitcase. And you open it up and you, and you find like, uh, like a blowtorch and a power drill and uh, 
a bunch of, uh, and a hacksaw and a bunch of like fake ID and shit. And you're like trying to put two and two together. What the hell is going on? What is this? And maybe like a mask, like one of those, uh, uh, Lone Ranger masks. And, and, and you look into it, you look into it and it turns out you're a bank robber and you fucking forgot you were a bank robber. It's sort of like that. Finding a big ass birdcage in your basement. <laughs> that you can't explain. I think the other thing, good morning, lady letter carrier. Good to see you, dear. The other explanation is it's possible that someone just put it down there without even asking me. That's possible. Very unlikely, I think. Anyway, I mean, more will be revealed, but this is some weird ass shit to me it's unsettling so I guess I would ask you guys please help me forget would you let's move past this I've gotten it off my chest let's move past it I want to remind everyone that believe it or not again this Friday we're going to be live streaming the show outside of Reddit we're getting a little outside of our comfort zone we're going to be on Twitch we're going to be on YouTube we're going to be on Twitter I'm still doing a pre-show show on Reddit. I'm never leaving Reddit. And uh, I, I wonder, I noticed uh, RoboKitty hasn't commented at all. I wonder if she's fallen asleep during the show. I would be so offended. I hope it's that she's driving in safely. Anyway. There's the there's the address up there, twitch.tv forward slash Chicago Tony V. You should go there and whatever, follow it, register, whatever you do on Twitch. I don't know. Do crossword puzzles. That's a good advice from W from WC Games. Alright, here comes the mailbag, everybody. Mailbag. We're doing mailbag early. Becky told me, she said, please, God, do a lot of letters if you possibly can. They're building up. If anyone wants to send a letter, send it to chicagotonyv at gmail.com. And we'll read it on the air. It's super fun. Let's see what we got. Okay, dear Tony, I've heard you talk on shows about how you are a little bit lonely and you are single. Wasn't I just talking about that a minute ago? I have a great idea. Great is in all caps, by the way. You should do a weekly Zoom call for single ladies... Who want to get to know you better. Oh, for fuck's sake. Promote it on Twitter and I guarantee it would fill up. I'll bet it would be so fun for you. And who knows, maybe the perfect match for you would be staring right at you through the screen. Please give this a try. I would totally be your first RSVP. This is from Kelly J from Jonesboro, Arkansas. I think Arkansas. AR, is that Arkansas? It's got to be Arkansas. Uh, Kelly. Thank you for writing in. And thank you for saying you'd be first in line. WC Games likes your idea, Kelly. I, on the other hand, hate your idea. And here's why. Let's think this through. Yeah, we, we know that I have a bit of a fragile ego, I think. I think maybe that comes through, right? And I, I just imagine for a second, this reminds me, we had a letter once 
someone was like, uh, I should do, I, I should auction off a date with me for charity. <laughs> I hated that idea too, because here's where my brain goes right away. And I guarantee, first of all, imagine, imagine me promoting on Twitter. Hey, all, any single ladies who want to talk to me, here's your chance. <laughs> Can you fucking, I would never do that. That's not my, that's not my jam. That's very presumptuous. And second of all, it would be crickets. Kelly, I'll be, I'll bet even after the first Zoom, your purpose, did you say I should do this weekly? Yeah, you should do a weekly Zoom call for single ladies. <laughs> uh, Kelly, you would, you would be so bored after the first Zoom call, you'd never join in. And I imagine me firing up, I, I, I put out the word on Twitter, let's say, okay, ladies, now's your chance. Boom. I fire up the Zoom and it's just me and a lot of tears and a lot of Kleenex. WC Games, why, Tony, you ain't bad looking? I don't know. I mean, thank you. I'm not good looking, I don't think. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think, I, I think, uh, I think there's, I think I'd be a good, a good catch. I have redeeming qualities, right? But for me, but, but it's for certain people, right? And just for me to broadcast out there, like, hey, it's your chance. Here we go. It is so not me. I think, I think I would be a great catch for a certain special person, right? And it's not the kind of, th I think it's just gonna happen through, it's just gonna happen. I can't, I can't force it. I can't try to PR and market my way to this happening. <laughs> Tank says you could meet someone who unknowingly had a bird in their basement. Well, that would be my sign, wouldn't it? And I'd be like, God damn it, I just threw away a bird cage. Maybe that would be a sign to run away. Thank you, though, WC Games. Very nice comment. <laughs> uh, Beneficial Log says USSR will ri rise again. And then uh, then some sort of lingo that I can only assume is Russian. Spasiba. Let's see. Oh, WC says I'm a catch. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, tank tanks a comment was classic. All right, so Kelly, thank you. Um, hate the idea. I would never do something like that. And uh, but thank you for writing in. It's very it's a very dear letter. Okay, next letter. Hey Tony, love the show and thank you for reading my letter. My mom has been in a nursing home for coming up on two years now due to dementia. We were just talking about dementia. This happens all the time. Uh, she often asks about her house and it's how it's doing. And sometimes she even asks when she can go back. Sadly, she is never going back. And my siblings and I decided we need to sell her house to help pay for her care. Do we keep telling her the house is fine when she asks or do we be honest with her about the situation? I'm so conflicted. This is from Helen from St. Cloud, Minnesota. Helen, thank you for your letter. And finally, a letter that I actually can 
answer from experience, okay? And it's weird. I was just talking about my dad was had dementia at the end of his life. So I'm sorry. I know what you're going through. It's it's horrible. But um, I'll give you my spin. You, there is no reason to tell your mom the truth, okay? Um, like my dad, my dad didn't really understand what was happening to him. And he would ask me when I would see him in the nursing home, he would say, uh, what's going on? Like, why am I here? And, um, I, I, what I would say is, oh, dad, you know what? Uh, you, uh, you had a bit of a brain injury, but it seems like you're really getting better. Like I'm hearing good things from your doctor and that would just put him at ease. I think it's all about putting him at ease. Tell your mom what she wants to hear. You're not hurting anything. If she's there for the rest of her life, God love her. God love you. There's no point in telling them the truth. Just keep them comfortable. That's it. And if you told them the truth, she's going to forget anyway and ask again. So just let it be a positive message. That's my advice. Yeah, Tank agrees. If she's not going back, no need to upset her, says Tank. WC's thinking the same way. Nope, keep lying, says WC. Anyway, yes, Helen, God bless. Good luck with your mom. It's a really tough situation. And just keep her comfortable and keep her happy. That's all you can do. Okay, dear Tony, are you a routine person? If so, what does your routine look like? And or are there routines you think would be helpful to other people? This is from Frank F. Um, uh, okay, am I, that's an interesting question. Thanks for your letter, Frank. Am I a routine person? I mean, yes. Yes. But I would say yes and no. Why do I say that? Well, let's get to the yes part first. There, there are parts of every day where th- that are absolutely routine for me. So like every morning I get up, I get my coffee, you know, and I sit in my favorite recliner and uh, and I, I, I start, you know, usually I'll glance at my phone and um, I'll just sort of I'll just sort of ease into my day like that. I, like this morning, I watched last night's football game. That's the first thing I did. So I just I drink coffee and I just give my brain a chance to turn on. This is not out of the ordinary for for anyone. Hello, Jeffrey, the vet author. Good to see you, buddy. So uh, then what else? But there are other routine things. I mean, one of the biggest things is, you know, I record this silly show every morning, Monday through Friday. So this is big time part of my routine, right? So we know I'm always going to be sitting here from about 6.30 till about 8 a.m. Definitely routine. Uh, let's see other routines. I mean, I'm in a very a newish routine. It's very good. I'm... I've been exercising every day. I do my, I've been doing my rowing machine every day. I'm up to, now I do about an hour. Uh, well, I've done an, I did an hour two days ago. Let's say I'm averaging 50 minutes a day on the rowing machine, which is very good. I'm proud of myself. My food is very routine. As a matter of fact, I've eaten almost the same thing for now. However long I've been doing the keto. Um, three weeks, something like that. I'm down 14 pounds as of this morning. Isn't that crazy? 
Um, so I eat the same thing every day at around the same time every day. I'll have a nice big cabbage salad. I'll have like some ground beef, carrots and celery, lots of carrots and celery. I'm trying to imitate a rabbit. I even said, what's up doc yesterday. Um, let's see. So, but then that's the yes part of, do I have a routine? But then there's a no part, right? Which is, and this is a problem. I don't necessarily like this, but uh, the no part is, um, you know, like a lot of times I don't have a, I don't have every minute of my day planned out. I don't even have chunks of my day planned out. I go into a lot of days with sort of a concept of what I'm going to do. Now, some days, of course, I'll have meetings scheduled, that sort of thing. But so I think, Frank, to answer your question uh, from that angle, I think it w I would be better off if I were more routined because I've noticed the routine stuff. That's how you really get stuff done. It's a routine allows you to get stuff done over time. So this is a good wake up call for me. WC Games says, make your own salad dressing. I actually do that. Um, now it's changed a little bit. I used to do, it was, uh, because I'm on keto, it was bacon grease and uh, balsamic vinegar and some spices. Now I'm just, I just do the cold pressed olive oil, balsamic and spices. That's all. So Frank, I don't know. Hope that answers your question. Thank you for the question. I feel like I'm really rifling through some mailbags here. So far, so good. I'm proud of myself. I'm I'm out ahead of this. I think Becky's going to give me some thumbs up later today, hopefully. Let's see. Um, dear Tony, I found out my landlord filed for bankruptcy. Does this morally get me off the hook for paying my rent? I mean, he is not paying his mortgage, right? If all I'm doing is screwing a banker, then I almost feel it's my duty to do so. What do you think? This is from Jack B. Uh, Jack, no, sir. No, I don't like that idea. Just fucking pay your bills, all right? Just, I mean, I don't think that's, you signed a lease, right? And you, so you agreed to pay something every month? Just, just do it. Yeah, Tank says, pay your rent. Don't be a bum. I agree. Just do it. It's none of your business who who that money's going to, whatever. Don't worry about it. And so not only morally is that I think this is a bad look because you already agreed to do it, but then also, are you going to get into the habit? If, if you're going to let those muscles atrophy, I think this is a very dangerous thing. This is what welfare does over generations. Those... Fend for yourself muscles atrophy so much that uh, one day you turn around and you realize, Jesus, I can't even fend for myself. So, you know, oh, and Tank says the bank will come after you for the money. Yeah, agreed. So, yeah, silly idea, Jack. Don't do it. You know, we were talking earlier in the live stream about being self-supportive and, uh, Spending for yourself and uh, uh, self-sustainable and all this shit. While Jack is talking about the opposite of that thing. All right. Step up to the plate. Be a man. Do your own thing. Okay. Next letter. Dear Tony, what are you reading these days? Have you ever thought of firing up a pepperoni book club? This is from Tanya. 
from Gainesville, Florida. Thank you for the letter, Tanya. Let's see. Uh, I actually have some books right here. Let's see. Now, I have this. I've talked about this before. I have this horrible habit of I can't. I will read part of a book and I'll put it down and read a part of another book. And then I'll pick up the first book and read some more. So I'm all over the place. I don't know why my brain works that way. So I'll show you three books that I'm working on right now. One, Keto for Cancer. Let's see here. I got to. There we go. Keto for Cancer by Miriam Kalamian. <laughs> that's a hard, that's a hard uh, name to say. Keto for Cancer. Now, some of you long timers and some of you people addicted to this Chicago Tony V show, Amber, will remember that I've talked about uh, cancer in the past. And um, it is true. I've had, uh, I mean, here's, here's the way that I look at uh, cancer specifically. And maybe this is an insight into how my brain works, all right? Some some people find me interesting for some way or for some reason. And, uh, you know, so whatever. For those people, here's a little insight that you might find interesting. All right, just like everyone else, I grew up, uh, cancer is the boogeyman, right? Everyone's afraid of, cancer heart disease of course that's maybe still the main killer but the scary one was always cancer and i mean we're just steeped in that and growing up you know and in the older you get it's like by god i'm just surrounded by people with cancer so my feeling was from a pretty early age i'm gonna assume that i'm gonna have this malady someday okay and I mean, chances are, I'm right. Who knows? Maybe I have it already. Who knows? But anyway, my thinking was, I'm not going to sit around and wait around till till the day when it when they say, uh, so I, sit down, please. I have some bad news. You know, fuck that. No, I'm going to spend decades uh, reading up on it, which I find fascinating anyway. And, uh, and so I read, so over the years, I've read many, many, many books just on, on cancer. Now, this one happens to be keto, which I'm also interested in, obviously. Keto for cancer, Miriam. Why isn't that uh, focusing? Anyway, Miriam Kalamian. So that's one. I've been kicking around that book. Oh, An old classic one. This is a world a world without cancer by G. Edward Griffin. G. Edward Griffin is maybe uh, most famous for a book called I think The Creature from Jekyll Island, which is about the creation of the Federal Reserve. Federal Reserve. But he also wrote a book about uh, called The World Without Cancer and. Um, he was talking about this uh, substance uh, they call laetrile, which is an ingredient, I believe, inside peach pits, if I remember correctly. And then uh, here's a third book. This one's big. I don't even know if I can. 
Drug-Induced Dementia by Grace Jackson, MD. Drug, Drug-Induced Dementia, the perfect crime. Now, as I said, my dear old dad, you know, had dementia and that sort of thing. And uh, just like so many Americans, he was also on a whole lot of drugs. And uh, just an interesting side note to my dad. Um, I, I, I had already, I think I already had this book before he was diagnosed with dementia. And uh, I kind of talked my parents into, do you really... Does the medical community really have an answer for you? Dementia, is there really, as we stand today, is there really some sort of pill or something that can arrest this thing? No, I I was not aware of one. I actually, now he had a, dad had a friend who uh, had gone to a Chinese herbalist when he was diagnosed, he was uh, diagnosed with terminal cancer. And he found this Chinese herbalist and, uh, he, uh, he, um, was like, he lived for like 20 years later. He was, he was given like a year to live. This was 20 years later. He was telling my dad about this herbalist or whatever. So my mom and dad go to this Chinese herbalist for his dementia problems that are starting to crop up. Now, what's interesting is he held totally steady. He he was still himself. He, he went there for, it was like a year or two. And there was no progression. It was, it was great. Now, my dad was a rule follower. He always liked to do things the right way. And he, and so there was something he, he felt guilty by sneaking around his, you know, his doctors, his, his American doctors or real doctors or whatever. And finally, after like two years, he told my mom, he's like, I want to go to my real doctor because I, I feel like that's the right thing to do. Went to the real doctor. Boom, total downhill slide from there. It was horrible. So never went back to the Chinese herbalist. And he was my dad was he was probably in a nursing home within six months of going back to Western medicine. Can't prove that that was, you know, played a part, but who knows? Anyway. Who knew I was going to be talking about that? Oh my God. I had this moment just now while I was talking to you guys. I had this moment of clarity. What the hell am I doing? I'm talking into this camera at 7.39 in the morning. What is going on? I powered through it though. All right, let's see the next letter. Uh, Hey, Tony, where do you land on bull riding? Are you a fan? Are you against it? Do you think it's cruel? This is from Thomas from Las Cruces, New Mexico. What does that mean? The crosses? I'll bet that's Spanish. Where do I land on bull riding? Hold on. Okay, so um, now I'm certainly not a rabid fan. I don't know that I've ever sat down and seen an entire episode of like a bull riding event I don't even think I've done that so I'm not a fan I couldn't tell you any names I do think these bull rider dudes are freaking crazy I look at that and I say there's gotta be a better way to make a living am I right some of these dudes are ragdolled 
like you wouldn't believe, which I mean, in a, in a certain way, they're kind of getting what they deserve, right? I mean, is this is, I mean, you're getting on a gigantic, strong animal. And I, if I understand the way this works, that belt they put around the bull like tickles them or something. And they just, they got to shake out of it. They can't stand it. it something like that. So they go nuts and, and someone had the bright idea. I know we'll create a support, a sport, sit on the back of this thing and see if you can stay on for eight seconds. It's gotta be one of the dumbest sports ever conceived. But at any rate, the sport was created. Now we know this is a bad idea because it's it's eight seconds. You gotta, if you can stand sit on the back of these things for eight seconds you're like the best in the world right if you can consistently do that so this is a dumb sport now but am i do i think it's cruel do i think it's cruel uh no not really no that's me I, now maybe there's something i'm i'm unaware of um but I think those bulls are so strong. They're so strong. They seem generally pissed off anyway. It might be a workout for them. And maybe there's something in their brains where they understand. Holy cow, I get to kick the shit and ragdoll this, this dude who's going to put this tickle belt on me. Maybe the, maybe the bull sees it as a fair fight. Scotty says, I want my steak on a plate, not flinging me through the air. Very good point. <laughs> it's a lifestyle, says Sub WC Games. I'm sure it is. I mean, I don't begrudge any, anyone anything, but I, I don't think the bulls are suffering. That's my feeling. I think I think some of them are like, fuck yeah, I'm going to ragdoll this dude. <laughs> I've seen some horrible videos of accidents with bull riding. It's just a thing. I wonder how many letters we've been through. One, two, three, four, five, six. This has got to be a freaking record. This is unbelievable. WC says you have to commit to it and do it all the time. Most don't make any money. I know. Think of that. Think of that. What a, I mean, this is why it doesn't make sense. You have to be totally dedicated to have a chance of eking out a living. Otherwise, it's it's a you're losing. All the everyone who tries it has to come out with some sort of injury, right? That can really add up. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, next letter. Dear Tony, I've been dating this girl for about 3 months. I like her a whole lot, but I don't know how she feels about me really. She is not much of a communicator. Literally, the reason I'm writing you this letter is a text exchange we just had. I sent to her, now this is quote, Hey, sweetie, I'm thinking about you. I hope you're having a great day, unquote. She texted back, quote, Do not, not is all caps, do not text me, please, during class because I'm trying to concentrate, unquote. Like, how should I take this? Is this normal? Am I overreacting? 
This is uh, from John from the Ohio State University. Oh my God, John. Ode to None is, is on top of it already. <laughs> John. Really? I mean, are you really wondering? Uh, this does not sound like a very nice person to me, John. I'm not so sure she's all that into you. I mean, if she were into you, she would she would be encouraging getting those sorts of uh, messages. She sounds to me like maybe she's kind of type A. And I mean, and it's a rude response. Hello, we live in a world where people text each other basically constantly. It's almost expected. Uh, 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 you know, and so does she want you to just keep it, keep track of your mind when she's in class? Do not text me, please, during class because I'm trying to concentrate. Well, then turn off your freaking phone. All right? Yeah. Tank says, ask her without a phone. Pretty simple. Like, ask her, uh, uh, ask her what, Tank? Like, I hope you're having a good day. G3 Hot says, avoid her at all costs. That's kind of what I'm thinking. I don't like this girl. I think this is rude. No, no. I, like, again, is she supposed to memorize your schedule? Know when you're in class? Oh, I better not text her now. Bullshit. So, John, I think you got a fish in another pond is kind of... Oh, Tank says, ask her if she's into you. Yeah, there you go. You could just confront her. Hey, uh, just trying to get get a gauge on... You know, we had this text exchange. Let me just, please. I don't want to waste your time. I don't want to waste my time. What do we, or is, do we have something good here? Or are you, or, you know. G3 thinks she's a narcissist, which, you know, yeah, maybe. Maybe. She just, I'm getting bad vibes. That's all I will say. Um, let's see. Why is her phone on anyway? Yes. If she doesn't like texts during class, then why is the phone on? Whatever. Sometimes there's just no pleasing a lady. Okay, uh, next letter. Hey, Tony, I'm going to be an attorney, which is my dream, but I hate public speaking. I'm determined to push through it. Can you think of any ideas for getting comfortable with public speaking? Like, how did you do it? If I could be as smooth as you in the courtroom, I would win every case. <laughs> From Danny J. Well, Danny, thank you for the kind words. Is there is there still time to back out of your chosen profession? You really want to be an attorney, Danny? Seem like a nice guy, Danny. Um, but, I mean, it sounds like, the, okay, you say it's your dream. Okay, maybe you watched a lot of Matlock as a kid. Perry Mason, maybe even reruns. Oh, WC has an interesting, uh, interesting thought. Watch comedy. That's interesting. Watch stand up. Very interesting. Danny, I would say, here's an idea for you. And I, I, I mean, this is right out of my own experience. And I'm being serious. You should fire up our pan. It's free. If you want to become a good public speaker, just fire up our pan. And talk into the camera. 
talk to the people on the other end. That's it. That's all I do. I have no idea. I don't know if I've improved at this or not. I can't really tell. Some of the you pepperonis were looking at my old stuff. I think it was Salty maybe that said I had he thought I had improved since the beginning. I can't remember. But at any rate, do it. It's free. Pick a time every day. Do a half hour of public speaking. Turn on RPAN. Talk into the camera. About what? I have no idea. It doesn't matter. People are so starved for anything, you'll get watchers, right? It still blows my mind that anyone watches my fat face run my mouth on this camera, but here it is. So Danny, that's how you practice public speaking. You could even make it dry, make it a legal thing, argue a legal thing, you'll still get people who are sitting there watching. Now they'll be stoned out to the bejesus belt, likely. Right? They'll be confused. They'll be curious. Who is this fucking guy? What's he talking about? Then they'll argue with you through the comments. Maybe they'll they'll try and argue the other side. Who knows? Maybe it'd be good. You'll get a little debate sprinkled in with public speaking, maybe. I think our pan is for you. It's a free tool. Oh, another good idea. WC. Uh, Toastmasters. That's another good idea. Toastmasters is a, yeah, that's a live in-person group where you practice public speaking. It's very good. Good one, WC. Very good. Oh, Tank says, read at church. Find a group to speak in front of that only half listen. Comfort will come. That's a good one, Tank. Yeah, if I mean, you don't have to look very far, really, to find ways to volunteer. I think it's totally doable. Oh, so much mail. Okay, let's try another letter. Dear Tony, touchy situation. My cousin had a baby shower about a month ago. I bought her a pretty nice uh, gift for the baby. Well, sadly, the baby didn't make it after all. My question is, do I ask for the money or gift back? <laughs> and if so, should I let a certain amount of time go by before asking i figure at your age you have experienced this in the past what the fuck now she's digging at my age i know this is a lady even without maybe it's a guy thank you for any ideas at this super uh thank you for any ideas as this is super stressful for me from brianna was Robo, I'm sorry you were in a bad mood, dear. I'm very sorry. I'm I'm happy you're in a little bit better mood. We need help. Brianna needs help. Because I think this is a from what I can tell, now I shouldn't I shouldn't send away listeners like this, but I'm gonna shit on Brianna. Let me get this straight. You gave a gift at a baby shower. Your cousin's baby shower. She loses the baby, which is tragic. I mean, Jesus Christ. Now you're wondering about, gee, can I get that back? No. <laughs> and then she digs at my age. I, let me read this again. I figure at your age, you may have experienced this in the past. Listen, Brianna. I already know based on your letter. Okay. You're probably an only child. I think your doting mother probably sent you to uh, gymnastics lessons. 
like for a decade. You got whatever you wanted. Do do not no. Do not ask your cousin for shit. You know, if you want to ask your cousin anything, ask her, are you doing okay? Is there anything I can do for you? Jesus Christ. (laughs) What a cold-hearted person, says Tank. Brianna. Brianna. You need to check yourself before you wreck yourself, right? Yeah, Scotty says, good God, don't ask for anything back. This is a, is this a narcissist, says WC Games. Games. If Brianna is a narcissist, is she going to respond to hearing that she's a narcissist? Or is she going to send someone to come shiv me in the kidney? Someday. I don't know. I would love to hear what Robo thinks we should do with this lady. Uh, oh, for, for Clashing Clans. Is this a poor man's TV show? I don't even know if it's that. What do you think it is, sir, from what you can tell? It's definitely low budget. But for the world of Reddit, we're kind of high budget. We're like the Johnny Carson uh, morning show of Reddit, I would like to say. Tank says, Brianna owes me money for making me listen to her bullshit. (laughs) Something tells me Brianna might not be a longtime listener. Let's see what the elusive robo kitty says. Maybe... <laughs> Robo Kitty is answering the public speaking course thing. Is there a delay? Does Robo's does Robo stream actually like beam to Mars and back? Is she getting the show like 10 minutes later than everyone else? Robo says, maybe take a public speaking course to control your adrenaline rushes. That's what makes you nervous in front of a crowd. I'm sure that's actually very good advice. And it probably is about the adrenaline. So we're a rich man's radio show, says O to none. I'll take it. Anyway, Brianna, um, I know what you're doing about my age, dear. I think you're taking a dig at me. He's so old, he's probably dealt with this before. Well, let me tell you. First of all, I can't remember whether I have or haven't. You heard my parrot cage story, right? But I guarantee goddamn to you, I wasn't a person that's like, I wonder if I can get that money back. No. No. Okay, uh, next letter. Dear Tony, my girlfriend's birthday is coming up. She will be 28. I found a cake place that can superimpose any photograph onto a birthday cake with edible icing. I've seen those things. It's pretty cool. It actually looks amazing. I want to put a funny photograph on there, but I don't know what to do. Any ideas? This is from Brad G. It's kind of a weird letter, Brad G. At least it's not hateful like Brianna's fucking letter. Uh, You want to do something funny on the birthday cake. It's her birthday, so it's probably got to be her. I think it would be conceited, Brad, if you put a picture of yourself on the cake. I don't like that. You know, some guys, if you have like a caveman brain, right? Which I hope you don't, Brad. You know, you the, the male caveman brain with the potty humor and stuff, we would go to something like, uh, I know what I'll do. I'll have my buddy snap a picture of me uh, lighting my own farts and then I'll get it superimposed on the cake. 
Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. All right. But I think there's, okay, here's something you could, so I think it has to be her picture on the cake. That's what I would do. So she's 28 years old. Something like this. Here's an idea. She probably has. Don't, doesn't everyone do like senior pictures, right? Those pictures like when you're a senior in high school. And aren't they almost always awful? Or at least one of the senior pictures, isn't it awful? If you have a relationship with your girlfriend's mom, if you can reach out and just be like, I want to do this thing with a cake. Can I please see her senior pictures and maybe borrow one? If you can find one that's heinous, like maybe she's wearing a ridiculous outfit. She has a hairstyle that's completely off the rails. You know, it was popular for like a month and a half. Here's Robo's answer to Brianna, by the way. She says, why do you need the money back? You didn't need it back before. She might just give it back. If not, it is what it is. Exactly. I don't like Brianna. She's not listening anymore. She's already, she's sworn us off by now anyway. Um... <laughs> For Clashing Clans, thinks I'm zoomed in too too close to the camera. I will say, it's a bad look. I've talked about it before. It's bad, bad practice and bad framing that my fat face takes up the whole screen. But it is what it is. You know what, For Clashing Clans? Thank you for your feedback. I never liked you. I never liked your family. What what letter am I on now? Oh yeah, the cake. All right. So here's what you do. You uh. You, again, if your girlfriend has a bad senior picture that you can borrow from her mom, golden. Or you could say, listen, can I see all her pictures? There's got to be one where she's goofy. Maybe she fell in the toilet when she was a dinky do. You know, maybe uh. Maybe she she got into her mom's lipstick and painted her face and her brother's face, etc., etc. One of those. I agree. Thank you, says Tony V. Looks better in landscape. So, anyway, do something like that, Brad. I would say do a picture of your girlfriend. Maybe find, if you can find a picture where maybe it's a picture she hates, you know. You know. Anyway, interesting letter. People asking for cake decorating ideas from the Big Diesel. Okay, here's a short one. Hey, Tony, if you could distill it down to its most basic essence, what do you want out of life? This is uh, from Ferd. Ferd. I assume that's short for Ferdinand. From Lake Park, Florida. Oh, Otanon has a comment I can't let go by about the cake question. Maybe you just get her a nice cake and quit with the jokes. That's that's a good idea. I actually like that idea. Yeah, don't, it's her birthday. Just treat her nice. Get her something nice. Okay, Ferd, if I could distill it down to its most basic essence, what do I what do I want out of life? Oh, holy shit. I mean, what a question. 
What a question. What do I want out of life? I think, uh, I mean, don't we all want love? Isn't that, isn't that what it all, it's all about? I think, I think so. I'm not like a uh, gritty determined. I don't need accomplishments. I'm not a person that need accomplishments. I, I, uh, I think I want someone to, uh, sit around with and uh, uh, watch The Walking Dead and shit like that. I think that's kind of my nirvana. And then I want someone that uh, it's like, hey, I found a new meatball recipe. Let's try it out. Let's have fun in the kitchen. It's our little, it's our own little uh, science lab. I think that's, I think that's uh, what it is. Yeah, I think compa- I think love and companionship. That's probably really what I want. I don't. I don't need. I don't need an award. I'm just not that guy. I don't need accomplishments. I don't need to build an empire and all that shit. Thank you is correct. He says what Tony doesn't need is a useless birdcage in his basement. Yes, and I already cleared it out. You're absolutely right. Thank you. <laughs> Four Clashing Clans says Tony obviously wants to make low effort streams with his makeshift high class outfit on Reddit. <laughs> um, this really seems low effort to you, sir. You know that's not true. I I flipped through enough RPAN, right? To, I, I know a little bit about the product I'm putting putting out. Now, if you're sifting through Twitch or something like that, and and you saw my stream and I, uh, it's only my fat face and whatever, uh, maybe you'd be on to something. Funny comment though. Makeshift high high class. What what is a makeshift outfit? Sir, makeshift. Did I buy clothing that's uh, only half done? I don't know what you're talking about. Welcome to the show, though. Let's see. Yeah, yeah. So what do I want in life? I want four clashing clans to get off my tip. That's one thing. All right. But aside from that, that's in the here and now, the short term. I want to be, uh, I, I, I want love and companionship and I want, uh, you know what it is? There's, there's these times where, uh, or there, let's say there's, there's these couples. There's this thing, the really, really lucky ones. I think they look at each other and feel like they kind of, uh, like they knocked it out of the park a little bit. I think they they look at their partner or whatever and say, I kind of don't deserve this person a little bit. But then the other person looks at you the same way. It's a a pipe dream, probably. But whatever. I'm a hopeless romantic sitting here by myself. Anyway, interesting letter. I can't believe how many letters I've gone through. This is insane. Do I want to go through one more letter? Why not? We've come this far. Come this far. Let's see. 
before clashing clans. Oh. Seems like you're a dick. Welcome to the show. Okay, one more letter. Uh, Dear Tony, I was at the nursing home today visiting my grams, and I played a few minutes of your show for her. She said, and I quote, Who the fuck is this? Uh, I have never in my life heard her swear. I think she was temporarily overtaken by your gangster mojo, almost like a possessed person. Anyway, I just had to share this. It totally made my day. From Chris D. Huh. Maybe your uh, grandma and uh, four clashing clans are there. They're on the same wavelength. If she if she were a little more spry, you know, maybe they could like ping pong digs in the comment section. That would be good. Uh, Chris, that's weird. Why would you play my show for your grandma? All right. I don't know about that, but whatever. I had I remember a letter way back. Someone played the show for a like a gra- a parent or grandparent that was in a nursing home and uh made the point that um made the point that uh the the person laughed at all the appropriate places which I thought was fascinating like so they they couldn't communicate very well because they were I mean, right toward the end of their life, but they still laughed at all the right places. I remember that letter making me feel feel good. Oh goodness. I'm still worried about that birdcage thing. That's gonna rattle me for a while. Uh Zaccardi337 says, Are you still playing 70s funk in the morning? I guess maybe sometimes. Some days. I don't know. <sighs> WC, I don't get it. See how positive comments just bounce off you? You're worth it. Positive co- comments bounce off me? I didn't know that. I would rather absorb them. I don't want to bounce them off. I don't know. Anyway, Tuesday morning. Holy cow, I've been on... Let's see, I started the live, the, the pre-party early. So an hour and 37 minutes. I've been doing this. That's a long time. All right, listen. It's been lovely to spend time with almost all of you. I appreciate it. Have a great day. I'm sure with many of you dear people, I'll be following up with you throughout the day. It's going to be lovely. Um, I feel very lucky and blessed to do this day after day. I'll see you same bad time, same bad place tomorrow morning. And um, until we meet again, I just want to remind you Don't take any shit from anybody. Okay. See you tomorrow. Love you guys. Bye.